Hey everybody, this is Matt. And this is Greg. And this is Record Mashup. Today we have a great episode for you, Before, but before we get into that, please check us out on whatever podcast service that you use. That could be CastBox, Google, Apple, YouTube. Also, make sure you send us a comment, like us, let your friends know about us, email us at recordmashup at gmail.com. For this week, we have the theme of pets or dogs, so we're going to be talking about dogs today. So, Matt, what song do you have today? Yeah, so I'm going to do a song by Mo Pitney. He's a country artist, and the song is called It's Just a Dog. And we've got a really special guest with us this week. Uh, Greg, we'll circle back to you on your song in a sec, but we're really excited. I know we've, we've only had one guest before, so it's our second episode with a guest. Our good friend Claire. Too. who My wife sorry. and Kyle. You're right. I You're all right. You are guest number three, Claire. I am completely sorry uh, about our previous <laughs> guests. Y'all can smack me around later. But anyway, we're really excited to have Claire with us. Uh, she is our good friend uh, that we're in school with, and we hang out with her on Zoom all the time because no one can hang out in person anymore. Um, Claire, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. What's up, Matt? What's up, Greg? Um, nice to meet you guys. My name is Claire. Um, like Matt said, I go to school with Matt and Greg, and we actually got to meet this weekend, or not this weekend, about a year ago at residency at Penn State. Um, and we've worked together in a couple groups as well. Um, I am super excited to be here today and talk about dogs because I love my dog and hopefully he will join the podcast today, maybe if we're lucky. Um, and I work in supply chain and operations and it's super fun. So supply chain is cool. Um, <laughs> It's more that, than just telling people to move boxes. <laughs> it's more than people. Yes, it is more than telling people to move packages. Um, you can hit me up about that if you want to talk about supply chain. Um, Claire, what's this song? is my dog, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Hey, Cooper. Oh, he is. And this is my finance homework. I'll put that away for right now. Um, so, yeah, I will be talking about my song that is related to dogs, but it has a secret hidden meaning that you guys will find out about in a few minutes. So very exciting. And what is the name of your song, Claire? My song is Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. Yes, Cooper. classic. Uh, yeah, look, there's Col Cooper. Hey, Cooper. Cooper, say hi. Hey, can Ignoring you say hi? No, you can't say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the, for those that are simply listening, Cooper is a golden retriever and he is simply adorable. So he's okay. If, Thank I, you. if I do say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Greg, what, uh, what's your song for us this week? All right. I'll be starting us off today with Atomic Dog by George Clinton. So <laughs> this, is a, this is a really great song and music video. Please go check it out. It's a funk song and it's, off of George Clinton's first studio album, but his, sorry, his first single stu studio album. He was part of two other bands, Parliament and Funkadelic, that released multiple albums as well. And they had quite a few. He started off in the 1970s and this song came out in the 1980s. So he had a lot of experience. But getting into the song, if you're listening to it, 
he was obviously high when he wrote it and made it. He actually didn't write it. He walked into the studio and just started talking. So that's why it has the, the kind of flow that it has. And he just starts it off about, this is a story about a famous dog for the dog that chases its tail will be dizzy going into different types of dogs and dancing dogs and counting dogs, funky dogs, all the dogs that you can think of. It's amazing how many dogs that he can actually come up with. I'm actually amazed at a dog that can count. It's like a, a yeah, characterization, yeah. you know, like, like Clifford, the big red dog and <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's his dog is Clifford. <laughs> when did Clifford count and what? I, I have no clue. I, I was just thinking so of like, big. you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> I was just, it just, it seems like a characterization or an animization of the, of a, of a dog. So I don't know. I was just thinking of cartoon dogs. Clifford is the red, he's the big red dog. He's the right? big red dog. Yeah. Big yeah. red dog. Yeah. Okay. I um, knew it. So getting back into the song, it talks about like the boys when they're out walking the streets. So this song is kind of a euphemism to like guys kind of chasing after girls and then it gets into the really famous part about it the chorus which is the ba wow wow epo epa part that you hear in many movies that's where this phrase kind of comes from it's been like it's been what the 101 dalmatians movie like the the live action one it's been a whole bunch of other movies it's all it's also kind of where like snoop dogg kind of took it from too um i think that's the version i've he uses right. that a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's the version you got, but that's kind of where he gets it, you know? Yeah. And then the rest of the song is pretty much just the same, like the boys when they're walking the streets. Why must I feel like that? Oh, why must I chase the cat? So boys are the dogs, girls are the cats. So he's just out there chasing girls. And really, it just kind of follows that uh lyricism throughout the whole time until it says to do the dog catcher which you you have to watch the music video to get that you're not gonna get me to do that or anything i think you should try (laughs) i was gonna say why don't you give it a shot i'd have to watch the video again to like really get it down yeah but it sounds like a great maybe maybe after my part i'll put it on mute in the background i'll watch it and then at the very end of the episode i'll give it an attempt yeah instagram video that's what i'm that's what i'm hearing. all right yeah it's <laughs> yeah i'll save it for the instagram it's not part of this video you gotta follow us on instagram at record mashup to get it there you go but go go back to the song it keep keeps going through the same lyrics talked about just a walking dog an atomic dog futuristic bow wow rough you know <laughs> just just barking and everything so that is a quick overview of the lyrics of the song but getting into the actual like behind the scenes of the song and everything. So as I said in the beginning, uh, he was obviously high when he wrote this. I watched a video right before this of someone asking him about the how he made the song and like the meaning behind the song. And he he clearly straight up told the audience I was out of my mind when I did that. So he was he's in a high state on something. And that's kind of what gave him his methodology or ideas between his like funk music and how he created a lot of his music for his other two groups that he was part of and how he created like some hits from that. 
some other things about this is the music for the song when he recorded it he just walked into the state the studio and kind of ad-libbed the words to the song and that's why they kind of just they're they're not really i guess detailed lyrics um yeah well what was that matt yeah no i was gonna say i think there's like some some interesting metaphors going on through this song too just about like comparing i don't know men to dogs and and just i guess to a certain extent the human race on a larger scale um yeah i think that's kind definitely of a like a 70s 80s 90s type thing and not really a more today thing like yeah that that relating of that word i i mean i guess you could i i don't know how much like cat calling and stuff goes on today but like i imagine less today than back then but yeah get for the for the, like the music behind it they had to basically like flip how they were playing the the music for it like the bass and all that stuff that goes into the song they had to like record it separately and then play it over the track and everything just based on how they like wanted to create the sound for it it's very interesting listening to him talk about that, but it, it's something that they can't like recreate basically. Um, and then he, he was also, he's also really into arcade gaming, which kind of gave him the idea for the album that this song is on. It's called computer games. So that's kind of just the call out to why he called his album such. And then the, Um, the song charted at number one on the hip hop charts. And what was it? Number, it was number one on another chart. Yeah. The US R and B it did. It didn't make it into the hot 100 though. Yeah. It made 94 on the UK singles chart one on the back then it was the hot black singles chart, but now the hot R and B and hip hop songs and then one on the bubbling under hot 100. Chart. Yeah. What I thought was interesting, um, it, I don't know if we've had any we've any songs that were quite like this. I know we've had a few that have you know hit the charts multiple times over various decades and so forth. Yeah. But I read about this one that it didn't actually when it was first released it like had like hardly any radio play. It like it wasn't until like the the song actually started selling i guess on you know the record stores and so forth that it actually started getting played on the radio so it was kind of like a reverse effect um yeah, and that i saw that that was because of like his basically how people perceived him yeah he had a bad reputation and stuff so radio stations didn't want to play him yeah I just I thought that was kind of an interesting twist. You know, normally it's you know you songs are released on the radio and then people go buy the albums. Here it was kind of the opposite um, <laughs> yeah. sequence of events. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. For, well, for that song, th those are the major hits. Uh, I also calling back to Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop Dogg sampled this on his first single uh, called "What's My Name," and he just changed the words from "Atomic Dog" to "Snoop Doggy Dog." So. Uh, Snoop Dogg was a big fan of him, so he he used that for himself. And then the last thing, there was a copyright lawsuit that they did have, 
and they cited a lot of things saying that the biggest part of the song was the wow 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 upo upa part which was very similar to the other um to what they were suing for yeah which but, let's be real that's the part everybody remembers it's the only part i recognized yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the music video is amazing though it's so 80s it's just so 80s yeah i'm i'm fully expecting to see that instagram video greg just saying I'll I'll try and record it. I'll see if my wife can just record me or I'll use my webcam here to record yeah. myself. So be sure to check out our Instagram. I don't know, either before or after. If you don't see it up is... there, it's because I hurt myself doing it probably, <laughs> which I don't know how I will, but yeah. that is what it is. Uh, Claire and Matt, did you guys have anything to input into my song? I covered all the big things at once. Yeah. You covered the big stuff. It just, it, you know, it makes me think of movies. Yeah. But I think, yeah, for me, I, I think of it from the Scooby-Doo movie. Um, I think it's the real life version of Scooby-Doo. I think it's like when they're going on the island or they're on the island. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I remember it from. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. <laughs> if you want to know the songs and stuff that's been in, uh, Wikipedia has 102 Dalmatian, Rugrats Go Wild, Hotel for Dogs, The Shaggy Dog, Finn on the Fly, Legally Blonde 2, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Boomerang, Scooby-Doo, the first live-action movie, Menace to Society, and the Trolls World Tour animated movie video. Yep, and it also appeared in a 2019 E-Trade commercial. <laughs> yeah that's true i remember that commercial actually so <laughs> hey well, hey catchy tunes like that sell what can you say yeah there's a there's a marketing lesson in there somewhere <laughs> matt would you like to jump into your song then yeah definitely let's do it all right so uh we're gonna we're gonna take a depressive tone here um or a, a more somber tone i suppose um but yeah, so so my song is uh, um, it's just a dog by Mo Pitney. Uh, if you don't know who Mo Pitney is, he is a country music artist, um, really young. I think he's actually younger than all of us. Um, like he's in like his mid twenties, um, so fairly new. But he's really kind of more classic country. He's not kind of new style country. Although I will say he has a new single out right now that I think is awesome. But anyway um getting off track here so this is a song off of his actually his debut album uh which was titled behind this guitar uh the album was actually released on october 7th 2016 with curb records um although he had actually had this song come out uh the previous summer in the summer of 2015 it's a song that he wrote along with uh two two gentlemen by the name of jimmy melton and dave turnbull and in many many interviews that that Mo has done about the song, he he always describes the song as uh, getting a glimpse into his life and and what what you know his experiences in life have been, even though it's not a song explicitly about him. And I think that that's kind of reflective. And as we as we dig into the the lyrics here, you you probably start to understand why. Uh, so the song basically is a song that really kind of tells a, a story. It tells this story of 
from 10 years ago, this guy who's driving home in the rain in his pickup truck, he sees a dog that's, you know, shivering or whatever, presumably on the side of the road. And he says himself, you know, it's just a dog, you know, but, but he still pulls over and to pick up this, this dog takes it home, eventually adopts it. And over the course of the, the rest of the song, he really starts to show you this connection that he builds with his dog that, that he picked up on the side of the road. Uh, he, he talks about, you know, chews up his shoes, digs holes in the yard. Kind of reminds me, did you guys ever see Marley and Me? Oh, I can't even talk about Marley and Me. It's too upsetting. It, it's a Ugh. terribly Subject sad song. Change. I know, but like, I, I can't help but think that this is like the song equivalent to that movie. Right. So like, that's a good comparison. Yeah. So like the, the whole song, he's sitting there talking about like how he builds this strong connection with his dog and the movie Marley and me, if you've never seen it, they, they, they show you how they build this strong connection with their dog. And, you know, they go through all these trials and tribulations, you know, trying to train the dog and so forth. And that's kind of what in the middle of part of the song, that's what he's, he's talking about. Um, he talks about how the dog gets hit by a car and he spends half of his savings just to save it because it's clearly, you know, he's come to love it. And, you know, fast forward to, to kind of the bridge and the outro. He, he summarizes the song by talking about how he goes fishing. It's, you know, everything about the day is perfect. The, the fish are hidden, you know, it's sunny. It's, you know, no wind. It's just, you know, gorgeous day until he starts to leave. And he, he realizes and he pulls over with tears in his eyes because um, he realizes that his dog's not with him and hasn't been since last Sunday. So in other words, he's saying that his dog died. And, and he, he just hit the last line is she was just a dog. Right. And which is, you know, reflecting back to that first verse, you know, when he was deciding to pick her up on the side of the road, you know, why am I going to stop? It's just a dog. Um, and I just, this song gets me every time I listen to it, I love it. It's so the, the story and the arch to it, the story, the songwriting is just absolutely phenomenal. And the story that it tells and um, it's not a song that got, you know, any, you know, accolades. It didn't even chart, um, you know, in the country charts or anything, but it's just classic country, great storytelling. And for anyone that's had a dog, this, this, this song will really pull at your heartstrings. Um, and I think that that's kind of this song's legacy is just the, the ability um, for it to, to, to really, to really hit home. <laughs> Um, I guess is how you could say it. Um, and it's told in four minutes. So, you know, if you want a good story, give this song a listen. Um, I think this song applies to anyone with a pet, really. Yeah. I know, and she is not in here at the moment, but, you know, it, I, yeah, I think you're right, Greg. Anyone that has a pet, you know, it just, you, you realize how much you come to love them and, um, unfortunately, once you do get to that point in life and, um, that's when it really hits the hardest, the, the worst. Um, so hold your, hold your pet closer. That's all I have to say. Yeah. You, <laughs> you said there, there was the lyric about like, he'll, he'll like spend any amount of money or whatever it was to take care of the dog. Yeah. And, uh, my, my last cat, like the last year we owned her, um, we spent about a thousand a month on her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But, but you'd do it again, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. I don't know. My cat <laughs> kind of pisses me off because it, well, no, my cat right now, I got one that pees on the floor all the time. Luckily it's in the basement now and we don't give a shit about that. But We've my other cat, that, though. 
Huh? It's a potty training issue. We got to just teach her how to like pee in the toilet. No, she's just a dick. <laughs> like, like she knows how to use the litter box. She just chooses not to sometimes. She's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But um, you still love her. Yeah, I, I like that one. The other one. that So that's my wife's cat, I say. The other one is my cat. But that my cat fucking wakes me up at 5.30 every day, like, scratching my face, like, hey, it's time to eat, bro. Like, no, it's not. You got till 6 o'clock before I actually feed you. And then she's like, no, I'm just going to keep clawing you and biting you until you wake up. So that's my morning. Yeah. Uh, There's Cooper again. There's Cooper. Uh, Cooper. I I imagine Cooper doesn't claw you and bite you to wake you up in the morning. Uh, He does not, no. Cooper is actually very lazy and will sleep until I wake him up. Um, so usually I wake him up in the morning, but he sleeps, you know, if uninterrupted, he'll sleep till like 10, 30, 11. He's very lazy. Mm. Um, he does not paw at me or scratch at me to wake him up. Um, sometimes he'll like throw paw, but he just, he knows high five. So he's just trying to give you a high five. Uh, yeah. But uh, one, yeah. one last thing I was going to say about this song. Sorry, shifting back. Um, no. I, you know, I, there's not really, any as i said with this long in chart but on a personal note uh my wife and i when we were on our honeymoon we actually we went part of our tri- our honeymoon we went to nashville and we went to the grand Ole opry and we actually saw mo pitney per well i don't know if he performed this song but he performed this and it was the same um weekend that he was debuting this album that the song was on so the Grand Ole Opry performance that we saw was kind of like his debut or live debut of the album. Um, he didn't go through the whole album. So I really, and I really don't remember if he performed this song or not, but, <laughs> um, but uh, still kind of a cool story that, that we got to see kind of the debut live debut of, of the album that this song was off of. So nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. I didn't know you went to Nashville for your honeymoon. I was thinking you went to Australia or was that just another trip you guys took? Am I confusing them? Yeah, no, that was just a vacation we took uh, last year. Uh, when do we get married? My wife's going to kill me I'm thinking about this. Four years ago? No, hmm. five years ago now. Oh. <laughs> um, no, four years ago. Yeah, 2016. Um, Kelly, don't listen to this. <laughs> She's probably not anyways. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, so four years ago, we, we spent half our honeymoon in the, the Smokies, Great Smoky Mountains, and then the, the other half in Nashville. So. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. If you've never been to Nashville, even if you don't like country music, Nashville is one of the coolest cities I have ever been to. Um, and I've been to quite a few cities. I absolutely love Nashville. It's such a fun city. Great food too there. Some amazing food. Real great food. Yeah. So that's your travel tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there since I was in college. It's been a very, well, I went there for a conference once, but we didn't do anything. Like we never got to leave the hotel because we were in meetings all day. So mm. I saw Hyatt of Nashville. Yeah. It was nice, but you know, it's just like any other one. Yeah. But, the thing I love about Nashville, it, you know, it is the country music capital of the world or whatever, but like you can find any genre of music there um, in all the clubs and everything. I mean, just you go down uh, Broadway, I think is the, I think that's the name of the street. Um, which is like where it's just like all the honky tonks and and bars and everything are, but you just go into any, any, any restaurant and yeah, most of them are playing country, but there's some, like, I remember the first place we went to was a place called like the Acme feed and seed or something. And like, they're playing like jazz music and it was, it was great. Like 
food yeah. was good like the music and it's like in all these places you know, we're really talking about nashville but like all these places it's like a different bar and a different stage on every floor of the building and it's like you could you know like one floor you got country music the floor above they're playing like classic rock like the floor above that they're playing i don't know just like acoustic or something it's just it's it's awesome i highly love highly recommend nashville Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now. That was, that was a good Nashville plug, though. You know, it's a good, <laughs> only if only they sponsored the podcast because you just gave them yeah. like a sixty-second plug. Exactly. Um, that's our sponsor. Like a million viewers right there. Yeah, that's our non-sponsor sponsor of the day. <laughs> we sponsor the, the, the city, city of Nashville. The city of Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. Enough about Nashville. Uh, Claire. Matt. Tell us all about who let the dogs out. I need to know the answer. Who let them out? Well, that's the thing. We're still not clear on who actually let them out, but there appears to be a couple of hidden meanings about this song. Um, so, you know, anyone in our age group, I remember this song from like middle school dances being played. Um, and the middle school that I went to, the uh, mascot was the bears. So I remember they printed off shirts for us that said like, who let the bears out? And probably the teachers didn't look up like what the song really meant. So they may not have printed it if they knew. Um, but song came out early 2000. Um, so in the summer, and it was also in one of the Rugrats movies, um, which made it very popular as well to the Rugrats in Paris. Um, I was a little old for the Rugrats, but do know who they are um and real big song in the uk as well as australia and new zealand and made it to the top 40 in the u.s um so if you've ever seen the music video you see you know a bunch of guys walking around you see various dog breeds there and then you also see some women as well um and so ultimately you know the song has maybe a little bit more of feminist undertones that people didn't really think about because people just think about you know dogs walking around and like the image in your mind at least my mind is like just dogs walking the streets um but ultimately hidden meaning and kind of what they meant about it as they wrote it and as they sang it it's a little bit more about uh, man bashing um trying to phrase it correctly but you know basically talking about you know men cat calling women as greg kind of mentioned um and then the women respond by calling the men who are calling out to them dogs and who let the men out of their houses places of work whatever whatever it may be um so it's just, it's an interesting take on it for sure especially because um you know a female one of the biggest female insults is you know what you call a female dog so it's interesting they took it to insulting men here um especially a song that was sung by men um so you know interesting enough there um that being said you know a lot of people didn't know that when the song came out um and you know it was just a catchy song obviously they were using it in the Rugrats movie and on my uh middle school t-shirts so you know <laughs> clearly not really thinking as much about men catcalling women. Um, that being said, Greg made the point earlier about catcalling and I'm here to tell you that in the age of COVID, it does not exist or just nobody does it to me. So I'm not sure which that is um, open to feedback 
on that as well. But you know, definitely COVID. Claire Single, everyone. She's looking for. She's (laughs) on our podcast. That that is that is false. That call all you want. Yeah, that is false. Send send the cat calls. Um, I prefer them like in the form of like um, memes, gifts, uh, text messages, but you know, whatever. Uh, feel Probably free to cat call as well. I definitely look great walking down the street in my coat that makes me weigh like a million pounds and full mask and like all you can see is like one inch right here. So it's a good look for me personally. Um, definitely brings all the men out. Um, and we didn't mention this earlier, but I am in Chicago where today it is uh, five degrees Fahrenheit. So it is so cold. Is that before so the wind chill? Uh, that's before the wind chill. That's just yeah, what's like, the real feel? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I don't want to look. Um, so there is no cat calling, but I guess feel free to contradict me. Um, you know, so going back to that, this <laughs> who let the dogs out also was used by a bunch of different sports teams. Um, the saints used them and then they always used it a lot at oddly enough, Mississippi state university made it, um, intro to a lot of their football games, which is interesting. Um, and Mississippi state, while I am not super familiar with them as I am a big 10 fan, uh, I don't even, what conference is Mississippi state even in? I, don't I even think know. that's, I'm pretty sure I'm that's Southeast. SEC. Yeah, I think that, it's SEC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but their mascot is the Bulldogs. So, you know, made sense to have a song about dogs. Um, they also used it in this for um, New Orleans Saints and the Mariners, um, who are based in Chicago, or not Chicago, I'm sorry, Seattle. So, you know, it's a really catchy song. Um, even still, 20 years after it was released, I still have it on a few various Spotify playlists. Um, and, you know, you may be asking yourself what happened to the Baja men. Did they bring out, you know, did they have any other songs after this? Did anything really become of them? And, um, yeah, the answer is no. Uh, they haven't really done much <laughs> since this. Um, that, so Who Let the Dogs Out was really their biggest and only break back in 2000. They released a couple other albums after that, um, but none of them ever reached above like number 60 on the charts and last one hit song, wonder yeah one hit wonder with who let the dogs out um they did release a new album that was just like a digital download so they didn't even make a cd in like 2015 um and we haven't heard from them since um so that's the story with who let the dogs out and Baja men. Um, I will mention as well too, they have been featured in, they were on the movie Shrek. Um, and then they used to let the dogs out in the hangover as nice. well. Um, I was yeah, kinda... other than that, you know, real one hit wonder. And if you ever hear the song, like you hear like dogs barking, like in the backgrounds, so they really do incorporate the dogs. Um, I don't, I can't think of what kind of dogs that were in the music video. Now that I'm thinking back and I should have watched it in preparing for this. They um, reference pit bulls. So wasn't it? Pit they bulls do reference they pit bulls. Um, and I thought about picking like a pit bull song for this podcast, just because like, you know, pit bull and, you know, we're talking about dogs, but none of his songs are about dogs. So I just couldn't make the connection just based off. Yeah, of, but like, he's, he's Mr. Worldwide or whatever. Mr. Not, he's not. Well, he, he was, yeah, he's Mr. Worldwide now, but he was yeah. Mr. 305. And now he's, you know, we know too much about Pitbull. 
He looks I, much I like better him. with his sunglasses on. I would agree. He should keep those right. on indefinitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm checking the video now. It's like, it's all kinds of dogs. It's got, I think there was a pit bull in there. There's even a, like a little chihuahua. Okay. Um, bulldog. I think, I think it's an appropriate song. Yeah. So a, fi- a fine sampling of all dog breeds is what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Dog, it's dog got breeds. diversity. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. Yes. That's very yes. important. For for you businesses out there, you want to incorporate diversity. Take take notes from the Baja men. They got a diverse list of dogs. Yeah, you need to promote an all inclusive environment that is open to all. So they were really, when you think about it, in that sense, very ahead of their time because that was not as big of a theme in the two thousands. But in twenty twenty one, diversity and inclusion are the thing. Yeah, Chihuahuas yeah. and Pitbulls getting along together. Who would have thought yeah. they need what they need is like a great Dane or like some like some other like really big dog, like a Mastiff or what are other big dogs? I don't know. I don't know my big um, dog. Oh, uh, what's the Beethoven dog? Oh, oh um, you know that movie Beethoven. Yeah. yeah. What is the yeah. Beethoven dog? Is it is a Bernie's Mountain dog? No, that's not it. I don't know. Malamutes are big. Malamutes are big. What is? Um, yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the Saint Bernard. Oh, Saint Bernard. Bernard. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was a cute movie. It was a good movie. I like that movie, but the best animal movie I think is Homeward Bound, and then yeah. Homeward. But I remember the issue with Homeward Bound, Bound is they didn't treat the animals good on set. Really, I, I didn't read know that, that. I read that too, and it made me mad. Yeah, they didn't treat the animals well. And I remember as a kid being pissed that they made a second movie because I was like, how stupid is this family? They keep losing their pets. Like once you lose them once, don't lose them again. And they managed to do it again. <laughs> so. Well, it's just like how stupid is Home Alone? How do you lose your son that many times? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that is a true story. How yeah. do you... Like they needed to put that kid on a leash and like make sure he got his ass on the plane and they didn't they still let him run through you know the airport whatever i do i do love watching that movie and just seeing like how different airports are now from when that movie was filmed oh my god it was filmed at o'hare and that still yeah it still looks like o'hare it looks just like it um, that is a very accurate picture of O'Hare the still. Security is hundred percent different, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was referring to as a security. Well, you used aspect. to be able to just like walk on a plane, and now like every time I go on a plane, like I get like the pat down, and I have pre-check, and they don't care. I get because I have like I have an earring up here, and this always sets off the thing, and then I have to go behind like the special whatever it is, like special little wall, and get the pat down, make sure you know I don't have bombs or anything. So that's always. Isn't it easier just to take out the earring? Um, well, I don't actually know how to take it out. We can talk about that at another time. But like, I, I don't know how to get it out because like I spin the ball. <laughs> it's like a sanitary the- problem. But yeah, we could talk about that. Like, yeah, I haven't taken this earring out since I was like 17 years old. Um, yeah, don't really. I mean, it's like clean and stuff. But yeah, I don't know how to take it out. Um, or yeah, I would have considered okay. that. Maybe it's Thanks, just too. No, I think it's one of those permanent things. So. So, what we referenced, we've referenced a ton of movies. What is what is y'all's favorite movie? I know we're a music podcast, but I don't care. What is, what is y'all's favorite movie about pets or animals? Oh man, favorite there's a lot movie. of good ones out there. There are a lot of good ones. I like Airbud. 
um, and partial to it because the that's a happy flavor. that's a happy one. I don't yeah, like Marley like, and Me because it's no. sad. Yeah, I literally it's a good I, movie. I can't but. talk about Marley and Me. It's See, I grew sad. up. I grew up. My favorite movie, and it's almost kind of the same storyline. So there's a I don't know. There's a weird trend here, but I loved Old Yeller. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I movie. liked Old Yeller. Dude, it yeah. was. <laughs> It was, I mean, it's so sad, but it's such a great it's film. So <laughs> what about um, Lassie? That's a classic. Yeah, good one. Lassie. All Dogs Collie. Go to Heaven. Yep. Oh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yes, I've seen that one. I also how like you, Lady in the Tramp. How do you feel about like the newer ones, like uh, Pets, Secret Life I, of Pets and stuff? I love The Secret Life of Pets. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> not seen The Secret Life of Pets. Should it's I good. put it on the list? That. It's, it's okay. good, yeah. That okay. honestly, like a lot of those like movies, like, I also like like Inside Out. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. Oh, is that know. Kevin? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I've seen that movie. It's like That's a Disney, it's a Pixar yeah. movie. Yeah, it's not yeah. that old. It's like two or three I, years old. It feels like a long time ago. I've aged Ooh. about fifteen years since. Here's another. Here's another good dog movie. Fox and the Hound. Oh uh, yeah, good call. Good oh call. yeah. Did you know foxes are canines and they're related to dogs? So it's a dog movie. I can see that. I'll well, take there's also, two dogs. I'll, there's also, I'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. guys, this has been fun. Uh, Claire, I am so Always thankful is. that you were able to join us. And um, sadly, Cooper didn't join us for too long. Cooper, come here. Hey, come here. Can you come here? Come say hi. Say hi to Matt and Greg. Uh-uh. We're going to try to get him to say goodbye. Come on, up, up. <gasps> say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yeah. So Mark Cooper was fun. Cooper. Cooper. Does, Cooper have, does Cooper have anything he wants to plug? Um, no plugs for Cooper. You can follow him on Instagram if you want. He is um, coopers.golden.life. Um, but I need to let you guys all know it is actually me who runs the Instagram page. It is not Cooper. He doesn't have thumbs and he cannot speak. So wait, are you serious? I know it's, it's a surprise as well. It's um, destroying my world right now, figuring that out. I know. Well, I think, you know, there actually are a few people who genuinely believe they're talking to the dog. And because of that, I never break character, but if you slide into the DMs, I will break character in DMs, but that's, I do not break them in poster stories. That's the same that I do with my, uh, with my cats. Yeah. I, I have committed to that personality. So Greg, what is what is your cat's Instagram handle? So people it's can Megs follow it. and Phoebe. Megs is M-E-G-S. There's no spaces in between. So it's just Megs and Phoebe. And then Phoebe is spelled P-H-O-E-B-E. I would also like to be clear it's Cooper's plural dot golden dot life, like dot like period not period yeah dot spelled out um i'll throw it into the we'll throw it onto the video as well as we'll throw in the uh info about the video and the podcast and everything so that you guys can all find that if you do want enjoy life and take a look at some dogs and cats and stuff yeah absolutely it was fun guys yeah do do you guys have anything else to throw out there I don't think so. I appreciate everyone tuning in and listening. And if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. You can subscribe at Google, Apple, 
CastBox, any other podcast service that you like to use. We also have our YouTube if you want to watch our beautiful faces on here and see Cooper in this amazing episode. And you can also leave us comments, likes, and shoot us an email at recordmashup at gmail.com to let us know what you thought of everything. Yeah. And for next week, we have the theme of love. And my song will be If I Ain't, if I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. Matt, where are you going to have for us? I'm going to take on the, the Whitney Houston slash Dolly Parton classic of I Will Always Love You. I haven't decided which one. I don't know. It's basically the same song. but It is the same song, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> sung by different people. <laughs> yeah. Pick whatever artist. Pick whichever artist version you prefer. We'll, we'll probably discuss, but. <laughs> All right. And with that, I appreciate it. Have a good day, everyone. Goodbye. See you later.